Welcome to Inside Franklin Athletics. I'm your host, Sean Little, and uh, today we are interviewing winter sport athletes from around the school. Uh, in the studio right now, we have Drew Byerly and Reese Thompson. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for having us on the yep. show today. Thanks Looking for having us. To. Yep. So, uh, you know, not not the, the end of the season you wanted, but sectional championship uh, going into overtime. Um, pretty exciting game, obviously. Low-scoring game. Great defense was played on both sides. Uh, but uh, talk to me a little bit about what it's like to play in a sectional championship and know that it's a winner go home. Well, this game, this was a really exciting game, and it was it was probably the best game I've ever played in. Like our game plan was perfect. We played, we stuck to the game plan, and we put ourselves in the best possible position to win against a number eight Center Grove team. So. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. You know, uh, Coach, he got us a great game plan, and uh, we were able to, you know, do some things and stick to the game plan, and we were able to have two chances at the end of the game to win it. But, I mean, the shots didn't fall, and a couple iffy, iffy calls, but uh, at the end of the day, it was a great game and one of the best games I've ever played in as well. Definitely. It was it was really fun to watch, uh, follow online as well. Um you know, even though it may not end it exactly like you wanted, yeah. heck of a season though, right? Nineteen wins, most wins since '97, I think it was somewhere around. Yeah, that. yeah, uh, something like that. Um, you know, going out and competing. You guys have a pretty rough schedule of travel. You know, not a ton of home games, uh, so traveling a lot, going to these gyms where it's not necessarily home court advantage for you. So, uh, pretty impressive. Nineteen wins. You know, what do you think led to that? Uh, you know, we going into the season, we thought our goal was – I know my goal and the other guy's goal was at least 20 wins. Or we were shooting for 20 wins, and that was that was a big thing. But, uh, you know, a couple games didn't play out exactly how we thought they would. And uh, a couple games we the, – there were tough road games that we were able to win. But uh, it, it, I enjoyed going on the road to other gyms. It was, it was a neat experience, and uh, the season I'll definitely never forget. Yeah, I agree with Drew. Like our first, or our our goal was twenty wins at the beginning of the season, and there was a couple games you drop. I mean, that's just a given to drop a couple games because yeah. some games you don't have it, the crowd and everything, no student section sometimes because of the far distances we had to travel. So yeah, it was, it was a really fun season. It was the best basketball season I've ever been a part of. Yeah, for sure. So Reese, senior year, all right. Got a few offers, right, to play at the next level. Is that correct? Yep, yep. All right, any college coaches listening to this, you need to get a hold of Reese and and talk to him. This young man, um, a heck of a basketball player, and uh, truly need to uh, reach out to him. But tell me, talk to me a little bit about your other senior brothers. All right, they pretty good core group of seniors this year, right? Five or six of you guys. Oh, yep, yep, for sure. I mean, I've played with these guys ever since first grade. I mean – my dad has coached us. Uh, Shannon Wenzel has helped coach, and we've just really stuck together. And we've it was a really like tough ending because you know you've been part and you've developed brotherhood with these guys. And yeah, it's just it sucks that it came to an end. But like I'm just glad I got to experience with these guys, especially like the juniors and stuff too. So it was really a family towards the end of the season. You could tell at the end of that last game and all the pictures and everything that we really enjoyed playing with each other. Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of great pictures coming out from, from your dad's Twitter account and, and elsewhere. So, um, 
it's been fun to watch you guys. I was able to work a lot of the events this year, the past couple years really, and, and see you guys grow as a team, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Drew, you know, looking a little forward to next year, next basketball season. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you got uh, football season in between that and yep. a few other things coming up. But, uh, you know, next basketball season, you're losing a good core group of, of seniors. How do you see, you know, your class responding and, and kind of picking up the lead there? Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, it'll be definitely a big change because I've – honestly, I've played with those guys more than I have my class, to be honest, because, you know, freshman year I, I played on varsity. And even through fifth, sixth – fourth fifth and sixth grade I I kind of played up with them I've all, I've always played with those guys so I mean it'll be it'll be honestly definitely a big change but uh I'm sure we'll be able to we'll be able to figure something out and we'll be able to come out and hopefully win a couple games yeah here. yep definitely got any uh predictions already goals for next year uh it's that 20 win mark or you know you don't it's hard to tell at this point just because you don't know who's obviously who's going to improve and who's going to come out and you know it's Obviously, the win's 20 goals and to win a sectional and regional and county and conference. But uh, I think we should be all right. You know, we'll we'll have a lot of guys that come in and that played a little bit this year, but they'll step into bigger roles next year, and it, it'll be a fun season. Yeah. So what do you guys have planned now? You, you guys got stuff going on in the spring? You still playing AAU ball at all? Or? Uh, just – I've been personally. I'm gonna lift every day, and I'm gonna take a couple of weeks off from basketball just to reset, mm-hmm. then make my decision after spring break. And so I just want to keep developing, slimming down, and de- gaining muscle. Yeah. So that's just the best thing to do, and increasing your speed and agility. So for the next level, it's a good plan. Yeah, I'm. I've been in the weight room, and uh, I'm gonna continue to do that, and you know, kind of build towards football season, and just. Like he said, trying to be the best athlete possible going into my senior year. That's great, man. It's great. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, you know, Reese, it's been a pleasure watching you play the last four years, man. Uh, and best of luck in your future. Uh, and Drew, uh, it's been a pleasure coaching you and uh, watching you play. And so uh, excited about your senior year coming up. And I uh, uh, appreciate you guys coming on today. Yep, yeah. thanks for having us. Yep, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Indiana. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Our next guest on the Inside Franklin Athletics is a senior football player and basketball player, Corey Richards. Welcome, Corey. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Uh, glad to have you on. We had uh, Reese and Drew on a little bit earlier and uh, excited to talk to you a little bit about uh, the basketball season this year and uh, also your future. So, right. Um, starting out, huge congratulations. Great season. Yep. All right. Talked to the other guys about 19 wins. Uh, obviously, for you know, first in a long time to have that many wins, uh, but uh, really a great season. I know it didn't end exactly the way you wanted, but yep. um, to play in the sectional championship and uh, and be able to be on that stage again in a large crowd—that's pretty uh, pretty special, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
you know, just the atmosphere of that game. It's pretty cool to, to play and uh, have a chance, two chances actually, to end their season on their court. It's you can't ask for more. Yeah, definitely. So, a lot of people don't know this, or they might know this actually, but uh, you decide to start the year uh, by playing football for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. Uh, what 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 led into that decision? Uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, definitely influences from peers, coaches to. You know, just give me an opportunity. Mainly, you know, before that, I'm a basketball player. So my, my intentions are to better myself as a basketball player. And then ultimately to, I don't know, it just it just completely flipped. You know, I didn't even expect to be that successful this year. And uh, now I'm, I'm going on to play football and I'm not a basketball player. So it's kind of crazy how, how this, the roles flipped and my intentions just completely switched on me. Yeah, you know. As a football coach, it was exciting to see you come out. You know, I loved it. Um, but do you do you believe now, after having played a entire basketball season and a football season, did playing football help you become a better basketball player this year? Yeah, for sure. I felt I definitely felt quicker. I felt stronger. Uh, I felt like I, I was just more more powerful in everything I did with my movements and my more moves. Yeah, in right, right. Yeah. Well, you picked up on the field pretty fast. Um, and and obviously were coachable and 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 had that going for you. You also broke a huge milestone this year in football and basketball. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, receiving records in football, broke the uh, single game receiving yardage record, um, and ended up getting the career at the end. If I'm correct, uh, yardage record for receiver, and uh, and then joined the thousand point club in right. basketball. So yep. uh, pretty special, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of ten or eleven guys to score a thousand. It's just cool to be amongst that group. Some some big names that have done that. So I feel really uh really accomplished doing that. And it was pretty cool to do that in the the stage that we did in sectionals. Was pretty cool. And you you started you played varsity all four years of basketball, right? Correct? Yep. As a freshman too, and everything, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's pretty much what it takes to get that thousand point club nowadays. You got to yep. play all four years. And what was your what was your game average for four year span? Do you remember? Or off the top of your head, fourteen ish. Fourteen around points there, a game, yeah. roughly. Yeah, that's that's pretty special. Yeah, and it's it's also tough with all the talent and scoring we have around me, like Reese, Drew. They're they're all they're putting up the same numbers I am. So it's tough to really have a guy that's scoring more when it's really balanced like that so it's definitely tough to get a thousand so yeah actually talk a little bit about that i talked to reese about it earlier um you might get a little emotional on me and that's okay yeah all right it's all right to be emotional uh but uh i talked to reese about the other seniors and and the five or six of you or so that that really led that team this year and led the team over the last couple years a little bit um and uh, how special it was to be able to play with them over this time frame and and this and be with them. Yeah, the five guys, or the four guys, including myself, we've been playing together since second grade. And it just means a lot that I was able to grow up and play with them, build relationships with them on and off the court, and just to have the season we had this year is really special. Yeah, it, it was it was fun to watch you guys. I enjoyed it, uh, being able to work the games and see you guys play. Um, kind of a challenging schedule, right? You know, yeah. not a lot of home games. Six uh, or seven, I believe, yeah. yeah. I remember a couple years ago, the basketball teams were running around the school with Road, road Warrior t-shirts on because yeah. it seemed like every game you guys were on the road. Um, but uh, what was your favorite place to play other than our school? Uh, I think definitely Seymour. Just that gym, it's it's humongous. I think top ten biggest in the nation. And 
you know, I, I had a couple chances to go to regionals and obviously watch Romeo and Trace play. And when seeing that gym full and the atmosphere and that was pretty cool. So having a chance to play in that gym and feel what it's like to, to play in that huge gym is pretty yeah. cool. Let's switch gears a little bit here. So uh, recently, just in the last month or so, uh, you accepted a preferred walk-on offer to Ball State to play football next year. Um, what led to that decision? Uh, family influence was a big factor. I had three older siblings that went there, and they, all they had was positive feedback on the school and the campus and the people that went there. So that was huge. Uh, Clayton Call, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Having, a, having a guy that potentially led me to play football this year. So just having a chance to go there and play with a guy that you know and then uh, potentially my best friend, I could say, uh, be able to go up there with him, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's a great school. Obviously, I've, I've been there before because my older siblings, and I, I just love the campus and the people there. The coaching staff was great when I went and visited. So right. all those played a big factor in my, making my final decision. That's exciting, man. I'm excited to see you uh, up there this fall and, and you know, obviously see Clay as well. Yep. Uh, I'm already been checking online for tickets for the uh, IU Ball <laughs> State game at Lucas Oil Stadium yep. next year. So I will definitely be there. But uh, – your your decision to, to move on, play football at that next level there, um, really took you a little while to, to understand. And, you know, obviously you had some basketball offers as well. Um, what is it about um, playing football that, that interests you at that next level? I just felt like when I joined the football team and started working out over the summer and building up to the season – I began to feel what it was like to be a part of a big team. And it really, every position matters. Uh, there's linemen that don't even get any credit uh, in, the, in the papers and stuff. And that means a lot to me, to know that people are willing to do that just to be a part of a team and to, to win. So uh, that, was a, that was a big factor. I appreciate that. As the line, yeah, as, as a line coach, as, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, as the <laughs> offensive line coach, I appreciate that a lot. I know my guys do too. Yeah. Um, what about... Uh, the just overall feel of your senior year, are, you're having a blast, I can yeah. tell. You're walking around school having a good time, having fun, um, and, and it's really exciting to see. What are your lasting memories going to be, you think, from, from your whole senior year? I'm just, for starters, glad I played, decided to play. I'm, I had a fun season, and uh, it just meant a lot that I had the supporting cast around me to do it. Um, you know, it flies by, and I hate how fast it went by, but I'm, I'm so grateful for each and every memory moment that I, I spent playing football, playing basketball, and the remainder of my senior year, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, any advice to this uh, to the young freshman out there or maybe a middle schooler coming up, uh, determining, you know, trying to figure out what they want to do in high school athletics-wise, uh, any advice for anybody? Try anything. Uh, opportunities are huge. There's so many opportunities in clubs and sports here. So if you're a young freshman or uh, even a young high schooler, don't don't miss out on any opportunities and take every opportunity you can get because you never know where it's going to lead you. That's great advice. Great advice. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Yep. Um, and uh, obviously I think we'll end up having you back on here in the future. And, um, looking forward to watching your career as you graduate this year and move on to Ball State. Um, and uh, don't be a stranger. All righty. Right, Sounds man, thank good. Thank you very much. It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every home game. It's the accountants and salesmen who give up their Friday evenings to referee. 
It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day. What makes high school sports here in Indiana so special? They do. You do. We all do. This message presented by the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Our next guests are from the girls' swim team. we got Carla, Carla Gildersleeve and Jesse Fraley with us. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. I, uh, I had the privilege of inter- interviewing Coach DeWitt yesterday um, and uh, for our first podcast, and um, it was really enlightening about what you do in season and all that leads up to everything, uh, all the preparation. Um, and so... You know, both of you feel free to, to chime in, but I, I'm just kind of curious from an athlete's perspective, um, how was this season? Obviously a great season to finish, you know, runner-up in the state and everything, um, but uh, how was it from your guys' perspective? Um, we kind of just at the very beginning of the season, we had a team meeting and the little girls sat down and thought about what we could do um, by the end of the season, and we kind of all just said that, you know, maybe we could get second, but I think we were all just like, oh, well, maybe we could do it if we really try. And then just like, as the season progressed, we could see a progress and like, we thought maybe it could actually happen. Yeah. You're both seniors, both getting ready to graduate, correct? Correct. Uh, both moving on, swimming at the next level. Uh, Carly going to IU, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse going to Ball State, right? Yes. Um, Carla, obviously, you know, being from Indiana, at least me growing up in Indiana, I grew up loving IU and everything about IU. So uh, what does that mean to be able to move on to the Hoosiers and swim for them? I think I've always wanted to go to IU. I've been swimming on IU since I was eight, and then I've had a relationship with the coach since then because he has a daughter similar to my age. And I think just, like, getting the opportunity to actually go down there and swim is a really big deal because they've kind of been, like, the all-star team for a while now, and then I can actually, like, be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, kind of like – growing up to be part of your your heroes yeah yeah, yeah. what about ball state you know coach we mentioned new coach kind of uh starting up getting ready to go um you excited about moving up there to muncie yeah um at first honestly i had no idea about that school at all and um when i went up there i knew right away that i absolutely loved it but um i didn't know the coach at the first like the first time that i went up there but when he transferred i was a complete go i was all in after i met him mm-hmm. he's incredible i'm excited that's great obviously won't be up there alone you got you know Corey and, and clay uh going up there for football and i'm sure numerous other franklin grizzly cubs heading up to muncie and down to bloomington um you know obviously your guys's team here was uh chock full of outstanding swimmers um numerous college signees you know ali terrell's going to purdue um, that'll be a fun rivalry. Oh, and yeah, for sure. <laughs> probably not the same race, though, but uh, are you guys in the same races? Maybe. We'll Maybe. see what happens. Yeah. Oh, that could be fun to, fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously having a lot of talent around you and, and, and creates a pretty amazing culture on your team. Uh, you know, Coach DeWitt was talking about a daily practice, kind of like what a normal day of practice would look like, starting from the very morning to the afternoon. Um, and it just, you know, guys, talk a little bit about what that entails, the, the grind of practicing in the morning, going through school all day, practicing in the evening. Um, you know, how do you guys do that? Once we walk into the pool doors, we completely leave the, 
the rest of our day behind us and we just focus on the practice and what we need to do and accomplish for our future goals that's yeah all right i like that i think it takes a lot of food you need a lot of food to eat throughout the day to make it because yeah. it can be a long day especially if you have meats that last until like nine o'clock you don't get home late so i think food's a big part <laughs> right he was telling me about the uh the tuesday morning breakfasts that oh yeah yeah in. i didn't realize that i'm gonna have to go down there every tuesday morning next year and, it's delicious and visit um <laughs> uh, so obviously like i said the culture with both boys and girls swim teams are, is probably you know arguably the best culture in our school right now athletics program wise and i know a lot of programs are trying to imitate that you know what coach dewitt and you guys are able to accomplish obviously by bringing home state champion uh, runner-up trophies and sectional trophies every year conference trophies you know stuff like that um how has that culture influenced you guys um you know is there a a way for you guys to rely on your teammates through it and and just kind of if you would talk a little bit about that it has taught me that a team as a whole is much more important than just one and um the culture that dewitt has provided for us and taught us to create is really important i don't think we would have gotten where we were today or where we were at the end of the season if he wouldn't have been there. Fair enough. I just think all the Monday meetings shows you that everyone has a role on the team, whether if it is, you know, somebody that stayed or if it's cheering. I think it just shows the importance of everyone, not just the top-tier kids. Yeah, I think that's something I'm impressed with, with with the program is the amount of swimmers you have. And obviously, you know, just like in any sport, you don't have a, a infinite number of people on the playing field or in the pool, right? And so the, the role players outside of the people in the pool are, play such a huge part in your program. Uh, you know, when I'm at the meets, it's almost, you know, ear piercing in, in, the, in the swimming pool from all the yelling and the cheering and the chanting. And as, as high-level swimmers that are moving on and have won championships and done that stuff, what does that mean to you when you're in the pool and you can hear your teammates cheering, on, cheering you on over there? I think it just makes you feel really special knowing that, you know, all those people really care for you and they're there to watch you swim and then you're there to do the same for them whenever it's their chance. Yeah. It makes you feel special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any advice you have for, for future swimmers here at Franklin or, or any athlete, not just swimmers, um, that you have for anybody coming up through the programs and uh, they're even looking into getting into Franklin Athletics? I think some advice would be to learn your role, um, learn that you do have a role no matter what you um, can compete at or whatever, and just really just enjoy it because you only get four years and it'll go by fast, so just have the most fun you can. Yeah, and don't leave anyone out and to make the most out of it because it will fly by. Yeah, that's great advice. I think, you know, I like to always tell my players that even if you're not on the field, you still have a huge role in the program and, and in the school community in general, and so the the biggest thing is is just because since you're even if you're not a d1 um you're going to be a professional athlete type deal right you still have a a valuable and a vital role in all the all of our programs here at franklin and so um i think a lot of people see that and get kind of scared sometimes um but uh swimming definitely does a great job of getting everybody incorporated and feeling like part of the program so good job 
Thank you. Um, and that obviously starts with the senior leaders, and and you, you guys have done a tremendous job over your your tenure here at the high school. So, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. Um, that'll conclude us for today. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be sure to touch in with you throughout the rest of the semester, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys advance uh, this fall at your respective colleges. Appreciate you coming in. Thank, Thank you. you so much. More than 7.7 million American teenagers participate in high school sports every year, including about 152,000 here in Indiana. They're all learning essential life lessons, like the importance of hard work, time management and self-discipline, skills that are helping them become better leaders and more active, responsible citizens. This message presented by the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. And that's a wrap on this episode of Inside Franklin Athletics. A big thank you to Drew Byerly, Reese Thompson, Corey Richards, Carla Gildersleeve, and Jesse Fraley. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, join us next time with the boys' swim team, wrestling team, and girls' basketball team. We'll bring on members from them talk about their recent seasons. You can find us on Twitter, at GoGrizzlyCubs. And you can download the podcast and listen to it on iTunes, and Spotify. See you next time.